Hello, I'm Dr. Claudine Holt. Welcome to the Burnout to Bliss podcast. This podcast is for women in medicine who are ready to opt out of the cycle of burnout, overwhelm, and stress by tuning into their feminine genius so they can create a life and career they love. Let's get into it. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Burnout to Bliss podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be talking about the subject of moral injury. We're going to talk specifically about what that means in the context of a medical setting, a healthcare setting, and what are five signs that are showing up in your life that indicate that you might be suffering from moral injury and then what you should do about it. So moral injury is absolutely something that so many women in medicine are experiencing. And that's because moral injury comes from having this experience of internal conflict because the way you are expected to practice medicine or the way you almost have to practice medicine because of the system in which you work, unfortunately, that's not aligned with your value system, with the way that you desire to practice medicine. And we all know this, right? That in healthcare, we're not rewarded for how much empathy we show, how much compassion we show, how much time we spend with our patients, making them feel better. Our patients appreciate that, of course, but that doesn't allow us to see more patients in a smaller amount of time. That doesn't allow us to be efficient. That doesn't get us to whatever the, you know, RVU metric is that we need to hit. And so because of that, you might often find yourself struggling to find a balance between what you need as a practitioner, as a clinician, as a provider, and what your patient needs. And here's the tricky thing in this situation. Your needs, as well as the needs of the patient, are both equally valid. Both needs are equally valid. But unfortunately, both needs are often at odds with each other. And so what ends up happening is this internal conflict, this internal struggle, this moral dilemma, which is known as moral injury. And it's actually my belief that moral injury is a trauma response. And I know that not everyone resonates with the word trauma because we tend to think of trauma in terms of the big T trauma. So major things like war or violence or assault, you know, things like that, our mind immediately jumps to those things as trauma. And if you've never experienced those things, you sort of dissociate from that word. But a trauma is actually any experience, any experience that overwhelms your ability to cope in any particular moment. So technically, any experience or any event can be perceived by your mind, by your body as a trauma, as a traumatic experience. 
And if you think about medicine being this high pressure situation, this high stakes situation, it can absolutely be a situation where your ability to cope in any particular moment is overwhelmed. And so if we would all agree that there are many potential traumatizing scenarios or situations in the practice of medicine, in the field of medicine, then we would also agree that moral injury, which is the effect, which is the result of those experiences, is a trauma response. It's a response to those experiences that practitioners have. And so besides the obvious way that moral injury shows up in medicine, so overwhelm, chronic workplace stress, burnout, there's also five more subtle ways that moral injury can show up in your life. And I want to just mention those in this episode. And I want you to just drop into your body to just tune in and see if any of these resonate for you. So the first is a lack of healthy, supportive relationships. And I'm planning to do another episode on this in the future. But often when we are in a situation where we just need to survive from day to day, we're in that survival mode, so to speak. Our desire to connect with other people, unfortunately, it becomes a lower priority because survival becomes the priority. And so when you're in a state of moral injury, your ability to reach out and to connect with other people is actually damaged. And think about how that also impacts your relationship with your patients as well. So lack of healthy, supportive relationships is one sign. Another sign is that you may feel disconnected from your feelings and you may feel numbness in your body. And this is often a result of how we sort of slide down what's called the autonomic ladder that comes from polyvagal theory. And I want to give credit to Deb Dana. But to quickly summarize, when we move down the ladder from this state of safety and connection at the top of the ladder, and then to this state of hyperarousal to sympathetic fight or flight mode, and then we finally get down to the bottom of the ladder where we end up in sort of this collapse or this shutdown mode, that's when we can feel very disconnected, very numb. We can dissociate from what's happening around us. It's sort of your nervous system's final attempt to, to keep you safe by just numbing you out from the experience of what you're going through. The third sign of moral injury is insomnia or other sleep disturbances. So we know how important sleep is, how restorative rest is, how necessary it is to just to just feel good from day to day. And if you're not getting adequate sleep because of your work schedule or you're not able to shut off your mind when you come home or you're ruminating over difficult cases or over things that happen from work, this is often a sign of moral injury because it's affecting your capacity to allow rest, to receive rest. Another sign of moral injury is the way it can show up in the body through chronic pain, through fatigue, 
through gut imbalances. So some conditions like IBS, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, etc. These are common conditions that as clinicians we recognize as somaticized diseases in patients. And of course somaticized doesn't mean that it's it's made up, it's something that the person is imagining. It's just showing how closely connected the mind and the body are and we can recognize that in our patients but sometimes we fail to recognize these signs and symptoms in ourselves doctors and nurses and other clinicians and other providers are humans too so we can experience the same conditions that our patients do so it's important to understand that if you are suffering from any of these more somaticized conditions or these somatic symptoms, that this could very well be a sign of moral injury manifesting itself in your body. And the fifth sign of moral injury is one that I think is a big one for many people who are experiencing trauma responses. And it's this sense of feeling stuck feeling stuck in your life, not able to move forward, and maybe even feeling a little bit like you don't know what your sense of purpose is. And that's one of the worst things about moral injury, in my opinion, is that it introduces this sort of this doubt about your vocation, about your calling, about why you went into medicine in the first place. And in some cases, even regret. And unfortunately, the way this is showing up is what we know as the phenomenon as the great resignation. And we're seeing in many industries, including medicine, including healthcare, where people are simply walking away. They're choosing to opt out because of moral injury and because of the way it's impacting their lives, their families, their relationships, and everything else. And so the question is, well, what do we do about it? What do we do about moral injury? Well, my approach is that first, it's important to understand that moral injury isn't a mental condition. It's not just something that's in your mind. So just telling yourself, oh, it's going to get better or more positive affirmations or trying to see things more positively, that won't fix the problem. And while it's important to understand the thoughts, the beliefs, the patterns that are showing up that are contributing to moral injury, it's also equally important, if not more, to understand how moral injury is showing up in the body. Because again, moral injury is a trauma response. And when we experience a traumatic event or a traumatic experience or we're in survival mode, we're experiencing all of that through our bodies. And when we're not aware of how all of this is showing up in the, in the body, how it's impacting us, it actually remains stuck in our body. It remains trapped in our bodies. Psychiatrist Dr. Bessel van der Kolk talked about how the body keeps the score, how our bodies actually have memory. It's not just our mind that remembers. Our body also remembers. And this is why an integrative approach to burnout recovery is the only permanent and lasting way to burnout recovery. You have to also include somatic work or embodiment work 
in burnout recovery. And we have to understand that there is this bi-directional communication between the brain and the body. So it's not just the mind sort of telling the body what to do, it's the body also receiving information from the environment, it's called neuroception, and from the experiences that the body is experiencing and sending that information up to the brain and the brain is actually making meaning about it and sending information back to the body. So it's critical to understand how to regulate your body's experience of overwhelm and of chronic workplace stress. And this is a more bottom up approach or ground up approach to burnout recovery. And it works extremely, extremely well for healing, moral injury, and all of its associated sequela. I actually created a trauma-informed burnout recovery guide for women in medicine called Healing the Healers. And in the guide, I talk about the correlation between burnout and trauma, how burnout, trauma, moral injury shows up in the body, how it impacts your nervous system. And then I also share a list of somatic tools that you can use to recover from burnout, as well as my integrative mind, body, environment approach to burnout recovery. So the Healing the Healers guide is totally free. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes. So feel free to download that and send me your feedback. Let me know what you think. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I wish you a safe, healthy, wonderful week ahead and I'll see you next time. Hey, if you're a woman in medicine and you're struggling right now with burnout, overwhelm and chronic stress, sign up for my free five-day burnout bootcamp. In five days, you'll learn what the burnout equation is and how to solve it. The three real reasons you're burned out, hint, it's not what you think, and the 360 degree approach to permanently recover from burnout. Visit www.theembodiedmd.com or click the show notes below to learn more. I'll see you inside.